0: Hey there, and welcome to Scraptitude. Scraptitude is a channel of Rising Young Minds, a platform dedicated to elevating original content and perspectives. For the entire database of Rising Young Minds content, visit risingyoungminds.com. If you want to join the Scraptitude community, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Scraptitude, or subscribe to our YouTube account, Scraptitude Philly. If you enjoy this podcast, please take the time to subscribe, rate, and review thanks
1: Your time is up, my time is now, now. you can't see me my time is now, now.
0: howdy scrapitude faithful we are back to talk a little boxing uh. on this episode and while some of our social media has been occupied with the ongoings of mixed martial arts, but after a hiatus, There was a major event this weekend. There's also some major boxing taking place, both a week ago between uh, Andy Ruiz and Anthony Joshua, mm-hmm. as well as Tiafimo Lopez versus Richard Comey, and Crawford versus Caviaskis. So... <laughs> and don't you did me- it! <laughs> don't make me spell that bull's name, oh my god. I'd, I, I'd Anyhow. only
1: seen his name spelled, his first name spelled E G I S until I just saw it spelled in its full,
0: E G I D I J U S. I yeah. i And where he's a Lithuanian, right? Yeah. So. Them Lithuanians got crazy ass fucking names, dude. It's like them mountains in Iceland where it's just like Z J F Q like repeated for Like and Joanna Jinj Ginge- it's check, J-J- Yeah, that's another one. Uh anyway. Anyhow, yep. Uh but some some great boxing has been happening and uh we are happy to bring you our interpretation of it. And Anthony Joshua versus Andy Ruiz Jr. is one of the staple um conversational mm-hmm. pieces of the Scraptitude podcast. We've really had a lot of fun with this, and our most listened podcast to date remains Anthony Joshua, Secret Muslim, which detailed the fallout after the last or the first Andy Ruiz uh, Anthony Joshua clash. Um, yes. but anyways, so let's go, Jeff. First observation for uh, the rematch between Ruiz and Joshua.
1: Well, what we got to see was a... Anthony Joshua, who was much more cautious, he recognized that he had all of the physical tools to allow himself to sit on the outside and to box up Andy Ruiz. He came in prepared and knew what he was in there to do and uh, he came in lighter and this was a it was a change for uh for him because when you see in the first fight. All anyone was talking about is Andrew, is uh, Anthony Joshua is this vault this vaunted finisher. Once as soon as he gets you hurt, he gets in there and he puts you down. And he realized that he was not able to stand in there toe to toe and put Andrew Ruiz out. So he decided to go for the other route. Uh, he boxed. He boxed a lot like uh, the person that he had his former biggest win against was uh, Vladimir Klitschko. He took a lot of pages out of his book, he used his size, height, reach advantage over the smaller.
0: And uh, stockier fighter. Yeah, well, it appeared that the weight that Anthony Joshua lost was gained by Andy Ruiz.
1: Yes, came in 15 pounds heavier. Uh, God and knows
0: how. It's so perplexing because, as avid boxing fans know, there were pictures circulating of Ruiz uh, months out from the fight, best shape of his life type pictures where he looked slim and trim and motivated. Just like this is like he's embracing this opportunity and he let down so many people. I mean, I was in uh, I was in Mexico during this fight. I just had a vacation for the past week, which is why we're a little slow getting you all of uh, all of these podcasts. However, the bar that I was at, I just happened to be at. First of all, like there wasn't the craziest Mexican enthusiasm. It was there, but just a lot of silence. And I think that there would have been some enthusiasm Mm -hmm. had Andy Ruiz given reason for it but he was a fucking tub of lard. Yeah, it came in at almost 300 pounds. Oh, God. And my like my dad even went, and he got the DAZN, uh subscription trial mm. just to watch this fight, and he w- he felt very cheated. Mm. As somebody that looked forward to this fight, as somebody that doesn't avidly follow boxing but found this to be a compelling storyline and maybe an entry uh, back into him paying more attention to the sport, Andy Ruiz let him down, and it's unfortunately there's been... Uh, Well, it's been a great year for boxing overall, but this fight was a poor way to bookend it uh, as as a final major, major, major landmark event. Uh, But I do want to give Anthony Joshua credit, Jeff. Yes. Because he deserves, and you gave him credit, and a lot of people thought it was boring. Well, you got to do what it takes to win. You have to, and I mean, he he, he fought a great fight, man. He had a great jab. He looked lighter on his feet than I've ever seen him. More fluid. He was so cognizant with his shot selection. And it seemed like uh, he knew that he might be able to lead the fight, but that got him in trouble in the first fight. But forcing Andy Ruiz to lead the fight, close the distance, cut off the ring where where he's had some trouble in the past. Uh, he forced Andy Ruiz to bring the fight to him. He forced Andy Ruiz to defeat him, and he was not somebody that was going to defeat himself. Showed the mental toughness of a champion in this fight. And even though I've been critical of some of uh, his qualities as a fighter, Anthony Joshua does have the esteem, uh, the mental fortitude, I believe, to, to be a champion at the highest levels. I was I was impressed and very happy for him as well.
1: Now, back to your regular scheduled programming. <laughs> he is not ready for the likes of Deontay Wilder. Aww. And he is not, even at this point, I don't think he's ready for even Tyson Fury. Mm. These Euro kittens get into their heads that they can sit out here on the outside and box up. And you know what, Anthony Joshua, you can hit hard. I respect that. Do you have the ability to recognize when you need to box and when you can't just rush in? But guess what, Deontay Wilder isn't some five foot eleven fat Mexican.
0: Yeah, he can lead.
1: He's six foot eight of American black steel. Mm. And God damn, he hits harder than anybody in that division, and he will touch your chin. And at this point, he, Anthony Joshua, you have found yourself back in the win column. You have regained your belts, and now we have to look to the unification. Mm. Don't run and hide back to those Eurokitten fights. He says he's about it. He, Good. Says,
0: he says that's what he wants. He says he wants to unify. He says he wants to be undisputed. Well, then And I, I respect I, that.
1: I, you can respect it, but you know what? I'm ready, and I don't know if Anthony Joshua was ready, but guess what? The time is now. A loss can be freeing, though. It can be. A that's true. A loss can be
0: freeing. Because, especially to a
1: fat dude like that.
0: I mean, just in general, sometimes it makes guys weaker, and they, they've learned how to lose, and they can never get it back. And then some guys, it it relieves some of the pressure, especially when they come back and they beat the guy that defeated them. It builds them as a stronger, more humble person, and that can benefit them for the remainder of their career. But at the end of the day, you have to get in there and you have to beat somebody like Deontay Wilder. And good fucking luck with that because Anthony Joshua, for all the all the praise I've laid upon him so far, he still does not like to get hit, man. And the couple times that Ruiz did connect with him, like when they were disengaging from the, the clinch, he would have that funny look yeah. on his face and it there was fear of God put into him when Andy Ruiz would connect a little bit. Even if he didn't get hurt, there's just a, a lack of... Maybe not toughness, but durability there. Mm. And uh, the perception of his own durability is definitely in question. Um,
1: one of the things that really – the reason that I find myself so confident is the fact that of every single man that has stepped into into the squared circle sur- with Deontay Wilder has felt that power. I don't care how elusive you are, how elusive you like to act, how big you are, or how good your reach is. All of the men have dropped to a knee or onto their back after getting hit by him. And at this point, I am not confident that Anthony Joshua has the moxie or, in honest, the experience to get back up like Tyson Fury did or if he'll even be within his senses to get back up. I I, I don't think it's an
0: issue of like him like, ow, it hurt. I'm not going to get back up. I think it's like, oh, he's not getting back back up, up, dude.
1: So, you know what? (laughs) I'm very happy for you, Anthony Joshua. You did what you were supposed to do the first time, and now you recognize that you are a big man with big physical advantages over these shorter, fatter dudes. But at the end of the day, you're split one and one with Ruiz, and you showed us that you can use the physical advantages you have to fight a safe fight. And there ain't no safety in the ring with the bronze bomber.
0: Yeah, well he's not going to be able to exercise the advantages that he exercised against Andy Ruiz against the other top guys in this division. That's what it is. And so it becomes another issue of hitting the guy and not getting hit. And that, like, I don't think that Anthony Joshua's head movement is there. I think that he's still as hittable as ever should somebody be able to operate in the same range as him. Uh, The term Eurokitten, I'm not retiring it. He did gain a little bit of respect in my book just by – overcoming adversity but let's be real there's work for him that he should not apply his resume to and the job title is fighting deontay <laughs> wilder <laughs> it's but, our kid. but damn andy ruiz was fat man that huge was chunky i mean he went from chubby to straight up like lord ball like, like the mayonnaise geez, muncher you? what you like Butterbean style. Like, it was big. He and made Adam Kalanaki look like he's going to be in a, a swimsuit model. Yeah.
1: So, Bruise, you know what? That can happen. You know, you get that championship bread. He talks about it. He's like, as soon as he got the belts, his life changed forever. You know, he was able to set up all his family and all that junk. You see him with the Satin big. sheets, a- man. Yeah, Satin the big sheets. The AR chain and all the bling and all that shit. And you know what? It got to his head.
0: You and he know? just made another 10.
1: Yeah. Couple, you know, a couple extra tacos every night. Tim knows about that. Mm. And, you know, tacos
0: are hitting, man. Well, <laughs> oh, I mean, is he is like, I'm not sure what the following is for him in Mexico. I know he was born in California. Does he speak Spanish? Yeah. Okay. So he's like, Yeah, he speaks Spanish. Yeah. He's not just like, He's not a fake Mexican. He's not a fake Mexican. Okay. Like, not <laughs> that that's like a thing. It is a thing. I mean, <laughs> coming from me, coming from me, I don't, I don't really, like, I'm not sure what the boundaries are for it, but it, there was at least some support for him south of the border that I experienced personally, but man, it's, not everybody's cut out for the highest level, and he was desperate when he took that first fight, he needed that more than anything in the world, and he showed out, but it's one thing to get, it's another thing to keep it. Yeah. And so you know what? On to the next. On to the next, uh, both for Andy Ruiz and Anthony Joshua, but also for us, because there was some great boxing that happened last night. Mm-hmm. And we'll start off with uh, Teofimo Lopez quickly dispatching Richard Comey, somebody that was perceived as a threat. Like, this was perceived to be a big risk. And step up for, uh, in competition for for the competition Teofi- for Teofimo's camp. But it seems like he learned some things from his last fight. And, man, Comey made the mistake of. Just trading with him and seeing what happened, and he saw what happened. took that right hand straight down the pipe you can 't just take Teofimo lopez 's foot uh punches. No. this dude can crack now. I mean, I think there's some vulnerabilities there. you think he gets a little too cute uh a little too cocky, but he 's got the athleticism and he's got the skill set, the speed, and the power to you know beat most everybody, not everybody i don't think, but most everybody. And this is supposedly lining up him up with a fight with Vasily Lomachenko.
1: Yes. Both uh, Lomachenko came into the ring after the fight, and they were both posing for pictures, expressing interest in the, uh, fighting one another. And Lomachenko also went on record for an interview talking about how he expects to unify in April, he says, against Teofimo Lopez, and has plans to fight uh, Javante Davis down the line as well in
0: 2020. Um, There's a lot of talent right now at. Well, this is 130 pounds, though, that mm-hmm. he's fighting at. That's lightweight. So a lot of uh, talent at lightweight. Vasily Lomachenko is bigger. Yes. You notice that. I mean, head size, frame. He looks a little bit bigger than Teofimo Lopez. shoulders. But he's also going to be coming down from fighting bigger men, and he's going to have to operate in smaller margins against a speedier fighter. And again, fighting uh, George Linares, uh, there's not too many guys more quick-fisted than him out there. Mm. Regondo. Regondo. yeah. Like, it
1: doesn't – I mean, at this point,
0: Loma has seen every look that's really coming out. I think this is good for Lopez, though, because even if he loses, it's going to be an easy loss to kind of write off. Like the Canelo loss to Floyd, where he took a big chance against somebody that everybody knows is, like, the best guy or one of the two or three best guys in the world. And uh, it'll be a great learning experience for him. Mm Mm-hmm. And I believe that he's going to get taken to school. Like, yeah. Class will be in session. I don't think he has what it takes at this stage of his career to take Lomachenko down. And Lomachenko has not slowed down, no. which is what I believe many fighters in these weight classes are waiting for. Because, yeah. you know, there's, uh, there's plenty of talent, but there's still a divide between that talent and Vasily Lomachenko. Devin Haney is really the guy, only guy that I think uh, has really puts the speed yeah, and the power, power and t- just fucking ferocious, relentless and, ability. Yeah.
1: So we'll see what happens with a dog. Uh,
0: Devin Haney and
1: how he can come back from this injury. And we wish him, you know, always the best. He looked like his surgery went well and all that, so that's good. He'll be back without a doubt. Still
0: super young,
1: super young, and that's kind of the thing that's uh, pushing Lomachenko in the one direction. Is he is definitely the elder statesman of this division. And a lot of these younger dudes are coming up, and they expect to be able to get some a W over him sooner rather than later. But a lot of us are not so sure. So we're excited. Liveweight is turning up, and there's a
0: lot of great fights coming for us down the pipe in 2020. Yeah, and I'm just glad that I see a guy that has a real promotion promotional interest behind him in all of this just taking taking a big fight. Tiafemo Lopez, That I mean – of course, he's got like uh, the Hispanic heritage and everything that potential. Mm-hmm. Like you know, guys see dollar signs in the uh, in boxing when they see a guy like him with an exciting style and power and his, his upbringing. Just thinking that he can capture a certain portion of the boxing fan base. He's a, he's a really talented dude. Uh, Lomachenko bridge too far at this point, mm. but there's a, seems like there's a good chance that fight does happen, and uh, I'll be tuning in to see it without a doubt. <clears throat> So now we have uh, Terrence Crawford versus uh, Fux's first name, uh, Kaviaskas. Mean machine. The mean machine, power-punching, a Lithuanian. And uh, Crawford got caught in this fight. He, got, he mm. got put down, and he's somebody that's known for his elusiveness in his defense, but he's also been – maybe he, he's very conscientious of the fact that he hasn't been like the highlight real fighter so much, mm. and he's trying to apply a little more pressure and build a little more a name value. Uh, because he has he, what he he's now finished uh, uh he finished horn he finished uh no, he, he and he finished Khan. he didn't fi- well wait yeah he did finish Khan but Khan tried the fake low blow thing yeah. uh but he was you know we know how that fight was going to go regardless but i suppose that against a power puncher like Kavioskis getting caught maybe lowers his stock, in some people's opinion, for a spe- potential yeah. Earl Spence Jr. super fight. But to me, it's never been more compelling than it is today. Yeah, if anything, this might
1: uh, entice a lot of these dudes who may have seen him as this type of untouchable fighter to get in there and to
0: expect to be able to touch him, especially with someone like Me Machine able to... Uh, but he's with Top Rank, right? Yeah. And it's hard for him to get fights, apparently, because Top Rank just doesn't have that many yeah. uh, fighters in their roster in his weight class.
1: Yeah, so... We'll see what comes on the docket for Terrence Crawford, but at this point, his mandatories are still there. He has he's taken on his comers. Um, we do hope that he can get a bigger fight, though, coming up in 2020, and hopefully, if not through you know, moving on from top rank to top rank potentially acquiring other fighters.
0: The money just has to be there, and Crawford has not proven to be a draw, unfortunately. I... I'm not sure if it's because he doesn't have the most exciting uh, personality promotionally. I'm not sure if it's a failure of his management. Uh, I'm not sure if it's just because guys are scared to fucking fight him. Mm. But if he was Floyd Mayweather, that's not even fair. But if he's just one of these fighters that's a significant draw, these big fights are happening because he's a payday then. But right now he's just one of the most dangerous dudes. He's the most dangerous dude in boxing with the least uh, upside upside to fight him because you win his belt, but it just isn't going to draw on that casual audience that's going to do those ridiculous pay-per-view numbers Mm -hmm. and really shoot you into superstardom. If he was to fight Earl Spence Jr., Earl Spence Jr. would clearly be the a side to that, and that's also the most dangerous fight for Spence, Mm -hmm. I believe. So that's why that's not happening, very clearly, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's just, you know, there's always the idea of he should... You know, there's definitely some contendership. There's always the, the porter who is uh actually I don't know who Porter's uh promoter is. I
0: thought he was signed by Spence's people, but I don't know. I don't know. But not Spence's people, but you know cuz there's only a few uh free range fighters in that division, but yeah.
1: We, there's a lot of stuff that we that we're looking for and we're hoping to see Terence Crawford get in there with the top fighters at welterweight. Um we are it's really just the biggest talk of this is honestly the knockdown and seeing any type of crack in the Terrence Crawford facade, you know, the whole armor of him and how elusive and good he is, switching stances, landing the shots he needs to land and wants to land. So, honestly, uh, props to Me Machine for
0: doing well. he's a good fighter. I mean, he's not somebody that everybody knows about, but he's a good fighter and he has legit power. And in the end, Terrence Crawford handled business and finished the fight. Exactly. And that's what matters for champions. You find a way to win.
1: So, power to him. Good yeah. luck. Power for big to things. him.
0: And, man, hopefully it's not just another story of a guy's career passing by without able, being able to get the fights that are most deserved by the fans of this mm-hmm. sport. Give the fans what they want to see. Ooh, ooh. Sorry, we're just watching some of the uh, highlights. And Kaviasis was catching him. And I'm not sure if that's a lack of respect from Crawford or uh, just the good, pl- good fair yeah. play by uh, – by Kaviaskis. but anyways, uh, do do you have anything else in your notes that you'd like to cover for this uh, selection?
1: Not really. We're excited for all these lightweight fights. Terence Crawford had a
0: good fight. Uh, T. Fima Lopez, big knockout. Anthony Joshua coming back strong. Yeah, coming back strong. And then of course we have uh, in the not too distant future, but the rematch, the biggest fight in boxing that's currently scheduled between uh, Tyson, Tyson, Fury Tyson Fury and Deontay, and Deontay. Wilder, Should and be about two months. And may maybe now is when it happens with uh Anthony Joshua being able to step in there. I know Deontay Wilder has expressed extreme skepticism, just saying that working with his people does not seem possible. And in hindsight, that seems realistic because it Eddie Hearns is a little doucher. Yeah. And Deontay Wilder is not ducking fights. No. He he's not. He's just
1: not. Seems like the, everyone he's just trying to get someone to sign the
0: dotted. Yes, so you, all you all you Euro kittens out here uh go drink your milk doing uh this anthony joshua fellatio just stop uh, just, just just let let the facts lie where they are and stop acting like deontay wilder turned down a hundred million dollars to fight it was some disowned uh contractual obligatory bullshit and deontay wants to be free to fight who he wants and respect to him but i do still wish it happened because deontay yeah. wilder then would be in this position of uh, undisputed. undisputed undisputed dumb bread undisputed heavyweight champion of the world that's still the pinnacle of combat sports without a doubt so but yeah
1: i think that's all we got for today
0: yeah so anyways i'm uh, i'm timothy lewis and as always jeff baggins uh if you enjoy this podcast uh please subscribe rate and review uh this is the boxing one as you're well aware and we also have a mixed martial arts podcast you'll see them released roughly the same time but subscribe rate and review Find us on social media. Y'all are what keeps us going. We're growing, but it's not without y'all and uh your love. So appreciate you, Scra- Scraptitude Faithful. Peace. <laughs>